Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Welcome. To I am Anime. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to I am Anime. Well, I've been away for quite some time, haven't I? I'm sure some of you have missed me. Some of you, maybe not so much, mentioning no name, Sue Clinch. Um, she, bless her, she has asked me to to stop bringing her up uh, on these shows or at my live performances. Or to just not speak to her again. And I think it's so sad, isn't it, when someone gets ill like that? You know, when, when a dear friend, someone you love, and they, they, they sort of get things in their heads. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're bad for me. You know, you are making my life worse. With Sue, it's more like, you know, you are making my life worse. Because she's got that horrible, grating, guttural. It sounds like a... I always say to Sue, Sue, it sounds like... Do you know... Did you see that thing where they threw a pig into an oil? Hot no. oil. It's a bit like that, you know, but, but, but deep. And grim, you know. But that's her upbringing. And I, I always say to her, use it more, Sue, you know. As an actress, I mean, she barely works. I mean, I don't work much. And she... I mean, she got... I mean, she got a thing recently where she... she someone sort of dressed her as a badger and then hunted her for a bit, you know, and it was sort of a, it was a protest thing or something. I don't know what the point was, but she got a hundred pounds. So, you know, that was, that was crackers for a week. Um, good honor. No cheese though, of course, because she's off it. Um, on my advice, she's just got something in her head and I find it so sad, you know, when people are ill like that, you know, when they become paranoid and convinced, you know, just because you're going around the country talking about them, making fun of them in the, in the best way, mm-hmm. doing impressions of their voice, yeah. you know, getting a mask made of their face mm. and then using it to frighten burglars, that yeah. sort of thing, you know. And, and somehow they take offence when really you're, you're trying to help them, aren't you? Was there something specific that you did that really needed? Yes, what happened was... Oh, oh, by the way, listeners, I'm talking about my... I'm Anna Man, in case you were wondering. I'm talking about my, my friend Sue Clinch, my oldest friend, um, apart from all the ones that died. Mm. Um, was it something specific? I think it was when... I mean, I'm a prankster. Mm. I like to have a giggle. I like to play a prank every now and again. I think it keeps us alive, you know? Yeah. And I sewed her into her own bed, right. is what I did. Um, it was after a couple of a couple of bottles of absinthe, hmm. and we were we were la la, you know. And Sue had been really bothering me all day because she'd brought up Terry Towers. I don't know if you remember. Him. No, you've not mentioned. I don't think you mentioned Terry Towers, tallest man in showbiz. Oh right. He towers by name, and he towered. Yes. Yeah, he was tall. Mm. I can't remember the phrase. Mm. But he was very tall, and they used to put him in 
and they used to put him all sorts of shows. Strangely, he was often in in plane show. You know, planes. Films planes. about planes, planes, you like know, airplanes. airplanes. Yes, you know, Battle really? of Britain, that sort yeah. of thing, which was strange because he couldn't really fit. You know, his legs would be up, I his knees see. would be up by his eyeballs. He was a pilot. He was would play the pilots, yes. Mm. But I don't know. I think it was just his moustache and his nature. You know, he was something quintessentially British about Terry mm. Towers, um, which was strange because he grew up in Sri Lanka. <laughs> I born there, grew up there, came over here to Britain to find work. Um, and he found it straight away because he was so tall, mm. you know. He was so tall. They, I think they couldn't. They did. They didn't realise that he wasn't British. So he got all these parts as kings. What made them think he was British? I think he just spoke a lot posher than than uh, us. Mm. He spoke. Uh, you see the Leicester coming out there. Mm. He spoke a lot posher than us. I think because I think in Sri Lanka they when you learn. British English. Mm. It's English, isn't it? Is it English or British? Uh, the language? Yes. English. English. You know, my mother, she's she's one of these people. She's gone into this thing of obsessed about Britain and taking yeah. Britain back. You know, she's fallen into that that horrible trap of being an absolute arsehole. Mm. And she does this thing. It's kind of funny. When um, you normally go to the doctors, and she's always at the doctors, you know, because of her feet. And you know when you do that thing where you have to write ethnicity, yeah. You know, and sometimes I just circle something random, just do you know, just to say, well, no. What I normally do, I circle some um, random and say, and then I write, you know, little asterisks. This is a lie, mm. but I think it's okay if I was that, yeah. yeah. And I'm happy with that, you know, something mm. like that. Yeah. Mum does the opposite. She underlines white yeah. twice. Wow. And then often a third time, mm. she s- circles British, but then she crosses it out and she writes English underneath. Mm. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, in, that's intense. That's an intense. Yeah. <sighs> How is she clinging on to life when there's so, you know, when we lose, when Jim Morrison died? I mean, she must be quite She's old. ancient. Mm. She is ancient. She's like a stick. I saw her the other day coming out of Ladbrokes and I thought is that a stick with a hat on mm. and I thought no it's mother you know that's how she's become this sort of she just looks like a broom or something you know tiny and shriveled up like a prune and every time I see her I think you're going to outlive me I know mm. you are I know she's going to beat me it's that generation they just I think keep that's, going that's the only reason she hangs in there to beat me mm. I know it is that's a spite out of spite. I, she gave birth to me out of spite mm. and she will kill me out of spite, you know. And that's what she would say when I was growing up. She was an awful woman. You know, I mean, you've read the... I wrote a book about it, mm. you know. Mummy wouldn't take me to Europe, Disney. Mm. I mean, I was a full adult by then, you know. But still, it was a harrowing experience to not be taken. Especially when you know how much I love Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Um... And then, of course, I wrote the sequel, Mummy did take me to Euro Disney, but then she pushed me off the flume, Mm. you know, and that did happen. Not a lot else happens in that book, so it's a long wait to the flume bit. Mm. And then when it does happen, it's very quick. Mm. I think it's just a sentence, and then she pushed me off the flume. And then, of course, the latter half is the repercussions. You know, I split up with my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't work for three years, you know, because, I mean, physically I could carry on. Mm But every time I went to do any any sort of acting, I'd just see this flume. Yeah, the water coming, oh, coming at you. 
don't. I couldn't bathe for a year, mm. you know. I had to bathe in sort of, well, I, I tried bathing in just jam because I thought, well, that's... Why is smelled, that? Well, because it smells nice. But other things smell... Yes. Nice. What else smells nice? Well, you could have used some sort of bath bomb or shower gel. A bath bomb? Smelled nice. Something more bathing related, I suppose. Yes, but jam is lovely. Sticky. It's sticky. You get all stuck to things, and it's really fun. I thought that was maybe a bad thing. No. No, I would run around getting stuck to things. Hmm. That was actually turned out to be one of my best years. Um, but no, Sue pissed me off oh. big time because she, she, we were talking about Terry Towers mm. because why was it? One of his old films had come on the television and she said, there he is. There's old Terry Towers. And I said, oh my goodness, look at him. Wasn't he beautiful? Cause he was beautiful. You know, I mean, he was so tall, you know, so tall and his head was tiny, really, really tiny. But there was so much leg, it almost didn't matter. Did you say Does that make sense? Far away. Possibly that was it. I don't know. That's what people used to say to me. But I said, no. But I got up close, you know, because mm. we were together for a long time. You know, it was really? him who got me into acid. And he... But when you finally got up there, you know, and it would be a long trek, mm. you found a very tiny head. <laughs> Which was... Which was nice, actually, which was refreshing, Mm. which was refreshing because after you'd been, you know, I remember our wedding night. I mean, you know, it was a it was an absolute it was like Everest, you Mm. know, just getting and we were horizontal then. But you needed bloody guy ropes to get up that guy. He was that tall. Mm. His real name wasn't Terry Towers. Mm. Um, His real name was Baggish. Hang on, I should know this because it was my name for some time. Bagash, not Bagashan. Bagvashin, Bagvashin Ran, Ranshin, Sean. No, that now I'm just doing songs. Sounds, now I'm just yeah. doing sounds. I don't know what his surname was really, so we, we. I just kept man. But no, Terry Towers. What a lot of fun! What a lot of fun! Tiny head. And Sue was sat next to me, you know, nose in the bloody trough, so to speak. You know, she bought one of those tray bakes and wouldn't let me, wouldn't give me a look in. And I was really angling for a marshmallow or two, maybe just a bit of chocolate, you know, to just... Rocky Road. Well, it was, it was, what, what? Is that not what you're describing? It's a rocky road. Is that not what you're describing? A, a tray bait rocky road? Tray bait rocky road. Oh, that's the name of the... Mm. Oh, the biscuity, and it's a rocky yeah. road. Marshmallow. And it is a rocky road, isn't, isn't it? it? My dad used to say that. Anna, it's a rocky road. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the end of it, you die. Mm. I think he was very depressed looking back. Was he talking about rocky road? Well, I hope not. I suppose it depends how big the rocky road was. I mean, Sue would eat. Sue would do it. Mm. She'd do it. She'd just munch through a bloody street. Her idea, her ideal day is being force-fed, or not even force-fed, just being fed Rocky Road Mm. while she gives me evils, Mm. doesn't do any work, 
refuses to clean up her one big spoon. I remember the day she bought that. That was one of the happiest days of her life. I remember she was absolutely overjoyed about this one big spoon. I said to her, I said, Sue, what do you want for your birthday? You know, I'll get you something nice because she'd had a rough year. She always has a rough year, bless her. She's not well. It's all falling off her. None of the stuff she wants to get rid of, you know. Hmm. I mean, that's to stay. I don't think there's any shifting that, not at this age. But all the bits that she wants to keep are giving up. Cool. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But she... I said, Sue, what do you want for Christmas? Let me get you something fun. And what I was going to do... You would have loved this. For Christmas, I was going to put on a Christmas pageant for Sue Clinch. Mm -hmm. And it was going to be... I was going to do it with my friend um, uh, Bill Hepburn. You know Bill Hepburn? Mm. He used to ride a motorbike. Yeah. And it was going to be me and Bill Hepburn on his motorbike, mm. you know, which he can't ride anymore, bless him. But, you know, he was going to just push it. But it was going to be me and Bill Hepburn and a few of the old gang, you know, some of the old crowd that are still in the business. I mean, the ones that aren't are essentially dead to me. Yeah. And we put on this pageant in the street, the Sue Clinch pageant, you know, because it would have been her 60th Christmas, Mm. you know, because she missed a few. And I would do the life of Sue, Mm. seven ages of Sue, you know, of Sue Clinch, my best friend. And it would be Sue as a baby. And I put on this sumo suit and I'd just be sort of rolling around going, oh, I'm such a big baby, you know. And then it would be Sue as a girl and I'd put on the sumo suit. But this time I'd have like a, you know, a a schoolgirl outfit. Oh, no, everyone at school laughs at me. Sue Sue at drama school, which when I first met, you know, and I'd put on a sumo suit and then I'd just be like, oh, I'm not very good at acting. And then, you know, it'd be her as a grown-up. Uh, sumo suit and then and then it would be her in the grave you know we'd end with her death and we just had this Bill would just come out with this massive coffin that yeah. was like you know as big as a bus yeah. and we'd go and I'd be the priest um, and I'd put on a sumo suit just because I, I right. really liked the sumo suit mm. so then I'd be the priest and I'd say poor Sue Clinch um, she never did lose all that weight and if, right. if anything, she got bigger. Look at her. She's buried in a bus. Mm. And that would have been sort of my tribute gift. That was what I suggested to her mm. for that Christmas. She flew into an absolute rage. And when she, when she kicks off, you know, I mean, you know that we're living together now and it's been a no, while. No, I didn't know that. Yes, yes. My husband has been asking for me to come back, but I just... I just literally, I find him so unbelievably dull. Mm. And I don't mind saying that to his face. What they always said to me, Anna, don't marry someone in the business. Marry someone with loads of money. They'll be boring. But, you know, because you don't get loads of money unless you're a bit boring Mm. or you're successful, you know. And I'm neither. So, you know, I thought it would be fun. And then the whole day is just talking about... Oh, gosh, we're just talking about where to put the shelves. Mm. And where he came to me and he said, where do you want to put the shelf? The fuck? Do you know what I mean, Phil? I've played Cleopatra. Mm. I've I've played um, Mother Courage in uh, Brechts. I think I pronounced that right. Mm. You know, I played, um, well, I played King of the Gorilla People in Fear the Gorilla People. You know, I almost played it, but Sue got me to the part, which I've never forgiven her for. Typecasting. We've talked about that before, but I've never forgiven her for. I played a fish, you know, 
in um, in in fishes are plenty. Yeah. Fishers are plenty down by the river. Catchers in your net. Have us for dinner. You know, yeah. it's a children's show. It's wonderful fun. Mm-hmm. It was all about you know. It was it was for it was for this. There's this little island off the coast of Scotland where um, uh, I think it's called what was it called? It was called hey, hey, something like that. It was just a noise. I mean, yeah. but it's it's um, it, it's all children there. You know, they have to become fishermen, but some of them leave because it's a very drab place, and so it was to try and you know, convince them to stay fishing. And we were going, oh, look, isn't it... You know, it sort of propaganda. Propaganda, yes. And I got very well paid for that in fish. So anyway, I put on this pageant. Oh, yes, and she flies into a rage. Mm. Who was I talking about before that? My husband. Very boring. Mm. This was the honeymoon period, weeks after the marriage. We're still very much, if not in love, we're still very much, you know, not in hate. And I, you know, and he, yes, yes. And he's like, oh, my darling. And I'm like, must you call me that? And he's like, what should we do today? You know? And I say, oh, let's do something wild. You know, let's, let's head down to Brighton and go on the crazy mouse for the entire day. You know, let's, let's buy the crazy mouse and let's move it here. Something like that. Hmm. Uh, Well, I think that would be a little excessive. I said, what the? Yeah. A little excessive. I'm Anna Man, mm. you know. I, I cut me and I bleed excess, a lot, ex, loads of blood, mm. you know. Especially if you hit an artery, I could die in seconds. I am excess, mm. you know. I was almost in excess. In 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 it, I was almost in in excess. That's another story which we won't go into right now. I am life. I am fire. I am rage. I am passion. If you didn't want that. You know, why did you marry me? And he's like, well, no, no, I'm just suggesting that maybe we should, you know, uh, budget a little bit. Budget? Mm. Budget? You might as well say maybe we should put on our SWAT stickers and march down the street. Because it's essentially the same thing to me. It's as, it's as disgusting. I'm not here to budget. I'm not here to count. Right. I'm here to perform 24-7. That's what I do. I'm an actress, mm. you know. I'm here to, to be carried away by Romeo, to, to, to play, uh, um, you know, uh, Captain Trampoline. And it's a superhero movie. Really? Too early. Too early. Miss the wave. Shame. Miss the, such a shame. Mm. Such a shame. And I think, I think the, the limit, you know, because I always like the superheroes where they have to do it for themselves. You know, where they don't like, get given powers, you know, like Bat- Batman. Catwoman. Catwoman, you know. Batman. Hmm. Captain Trampoline, you know. he yeah. He's not from another planet. He's not hit by rays, you know. He's... Had a trampoline. Yes, he's got a trampoline. And he knows how to use it. How His entire family was slaughtered, were absolutely slaughtered by rogue uh, whalers. That's how it starts. Oh, where's it set? Well, they had to do that. Because they had, they basically got this whaling ship somehow, oh, and they okay. had to use it somehow. Yeah, sure. The rest of it's all set in Kent, okay. but it starts on the high sea. His whole family, and then he, the he he falls out of the ship that he's in because hmm. his family are, are Greenpeace and they're trying to stop whaling, and then they kill the whales. They sorry, they're killing the whales, and then the family protests, and then all the family get wiped out. He's left. He sees all this. Oh my gosh! Traumatized. Utterly traumatized. And the boy who did it was great. Mm. He was really good, you know, because he was just instinctive. Mm. You know, all we had to do was sit, all I had to do was sit next to him 
for about three hours and just go, your mum and dad are dead, your mum and dad are dead, your mum and dad are dead. And he was terrified. You know, he gave a real performance eventually. That's great. When I finally stopped him smiling, Mm. wiped that smirk off his face. But he was great, you know. And then cut to Captain, you know, years later, Captain Trampoline. And... Oh no, that's it. Sorry. So he, the baby, falls out of the boat. The little boy, having seen this, and he, they've got a trampoline on board, and that's what he lands in, and he sort of bounces his way back to land. Right. It's only a small trampoline, okay. But he sort of gradually, you know, the trampoline floats, and he's just got to keep bouncing. You know, oh, so it's I a see. real ordeal. Yeah. And what you do, you know, those sort of montage where you see them getting stronger and fitter. You know, Scream. like Captain America, or whatever, getting stronger. As you do it, you see his legs become would take him years to get to shore. Yeah. Biting the heads off fish and stuff, you know, like kind of real survival stuff. Yeah. So by the time he's... But he's... he's, What's keeping him going? The trampoline. The trampoline. Yeah. But also his rage. Okay. You know? That he will be back and he will... Sort of vengeance. He will have his vengeance on these fucking whalers. Yeah. God, I hate whalers. I demanded the whalers be in it. Again, I had the whaling ship, but also I really... I mean, there's there's one thing I... If there's one animal I don't want to kill and eat, it's a whale. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, if you cook it and put it on a plate for me, I'll eat it. Mm. And if you... If you tell me I've got to kill it myself, I'll do it. Mm. For the experience. Yeah. For the sensual... You know, when you... The rush. I don't know if you've ever slaughtered a lamb. No. But it's actually... They, it, there's this wonderful moment where it's like they're saying thank you. Is there? Oh, it's honestly. I had to do it in a play, night after night. Um, it was a very experimental piece, yeah, you know. Like... And it ended with that. Yeah. yeah. And every night we'll get a standing ovation. Wow. People love it. I mean, otherwise we'd all be vegetarian, right? Well, that's true. Yeah. You know, we yeah. fucking love killing things. Love it. It's great. Mm. So anyway, and there's no point denying that. No. So this kid has got to bounce all the way. But yet, whale is the one thing I will not kill and eat. This kid's got to bounce all the way. And you sort of see him over the months and years getting to land. Yeah. And his legs are getting stronger and stronger. The rest of him is completely atrophied. Yeah. But his legs are getting powerful. Yeah. Cut to a few years later, and he's on land and fighting crime, tearing down the uh, the organised crime in his city, using the trampoline. How does it, How is he? How does he use the trampoline? So the first time we see him as Captain Trampoline, it's a mugging. Okay, standard mugging. Mm-hmm. Give me all your money, or you're dead. Mm-hmm. You know, boom, 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 boom. What's that noise? Don't try and distract me. Give me the money. All right, or you're dead. Boom, boom, boom turns around there's a man on a trampoline just jumping up and down naked right completely distracted Mm. then the man jumps off the trampoline and punches him right so it's a distraction it's a yes it's like a power it's not a well I played the big boss Dame Van Whaler um real evil Lex Luthor type character Mm. but a woman you know and a whaler and then so he fights crime for a bit and then he's sort of like I'm going to get my vengeance on the the whalers yeah problem is they're all out at sea Mm. so he's only got to get on the bloody trampoline and it goes back on the yes he realises and that's the sort of wonderful 
you know the 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 end of the second act yeah you know dark night of the soul moment yeah. that's what we call it is when he realizes he's got to go back and then eventually yeah. gets there and he he mercilessly slaughters them all oh so it's quite a dark en- mm, ending mm, mm. and he feeds them to the whales justice i suppose is that justice and he says justice justice has been served and boy is it delicious Oh, that's nice. our out. Yeah, it didn't do great at the box office, but it's—I think it's one of those films that's going to be discovered. A sort of cult, yeah, classic, yeah, because it was daring to be different. I mean, there are a million Spider-Men and lizard people, I see, yeah. but there's only one Captain Trampoline, Quite and there's a reason for that. Mm. that I don't matter, that I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Aren't you? You know, yeah. you're saying all those things I said when we got married, you know, which I wrote for him, you know, Anna, I will pay for you. For I will pay everything for you. I'll do whatever you want. The vows. The vows, the vows. which was so beautiful. Yeah. And really, I almost cried. You're saying all that, and then you won't even buy me the fucking crazy mouse. And he's like, well, it's probably, it would probably cost, you know... He, he did add it up, which was yeah. good of him, you know, and he was very fast. He was very good with numbers. And it came to about £6 million, pounds, he thought, fast. just to do that. You mm-hmm. know, and he said, it's not even worth it. You know, it'd be cheaper yeah. to build a new one. I said, I don't want a new one. I want that one, you know, because I was getting really angry by this yeah. point. I'm living with Sue again. Yeah. Anyway, putting on this pageant for Sue for Christmas and flies into a rage why do you have to do this, Anna? You're actually, you know, you act like this nice person, then you do this. And I'm like, but Sue, I thought that's what you wanted. It's a celebration of your life. And it's honest and it's true. And she's like, why did, Why are you wearing a sumo suit when you're playing me? Yeah. And I say, well, because... Well, why are you wearing a sumo suit? You know, because yeah. that's how she talks. Yeah. And I say, well, because... Because it's, it's just... Because I just happen to have one. And she goes, that's not why you're wearing it, is it? I said, yes, I just got one. And that, I don't know, I just feel like that sums you up best. I don't know. And she went, oh, because I'm a big girl. Was that what you say? Because I'm big. I'm like, no, it's nothing to do with that. That's not why I'm doing it. I'm wearing it because it 
because it it just works for the character of Sue, you know. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. And we just, I said, Sue, we're just going around in circles. Let's just cancel the whole pissing thing. I'll tell Bill Hepburn that he's not going to get to perform again. It's the last thing he wanted to do before he died, which will be soon because he's very old. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell all the rest of the gang that, sorry, there's no work this year. So there you go. But she wouldn't. Not didn't, interested. Didn't so I said, well, what do you want for Christmas then? Because I'd already done my list, you know, and there was yeah. 50 things on it. Crazy mouse. And all she wanted was a big spoon, a really big spoon. I said, why do you want a really big spoon? She said, just so I can get more on the, you know, so we can get more per scoop, yeah. you know, because she doesn't like, um, Sue doesn't like yeah. doing too much work. And I can understand that. I mean, it must be hard. Mm. Ugh. So I got her the big spoon. Drilling. That's Sue outside right now. Drilling. No, she's stopped now because she's heard me. Yes, Sue. All right. That's enough, darling. Thank you. We are recording. What's she drilling? Hmm? What's she drilling? She's drilling holes in the wall because she thinks there are bats. (sighs) She's convinced there are bats in the walls. Like what? What's what? What's made her think that? I don't. She, she had a dream about it. When Sue has a dream, she thinks that's oh, true. You know, she 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 struggles to separate yeah. reality and fiction. You know. I'm going to put that sumo suit on in a minute. Then she'll bloody stop. So Phil, Sue was finally. We've had a little break there, by the way. We had to edit that out because mm. Sue was on the rampage. She's now finally agreed to stop drilling for bats. Yeah. I just threw a big ball for her and she's ran off into the park. So hopefully... She seemed happy. Yeah, she seemed happy. So now we can finish the podcast. But it's been so long, I don't even know what I started talking about. What was it? Um, Sue, big spoon, pageant, pageant husband. Husband... Why have I been away? Mm. Well, in a nutshell, I've been away. Well, I've been very busy. I've been performing in a new show. Oh, brilliant. All about rats. Rats, rats, rats on the floor. There's always a rat. Wherever you look, it's a rat. Rat, 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 rat. It was an advert for Extermination Company. Um, And... That only took a day, Hmm. but I got paid very well. Thousands of pounds. My motto has always been, when you've got money, just spend it till it's gone. Then you're back in the shithole, having to do podcasts, etc. Not that I don't love it, Phil. Don't get me wrong. This I live and breathe this stuff. You know that. Hmm. But also, if I had loads of money, I wouldn't be doing any of this. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. I mean, I would still be an actress. Mm. If I had loads and loads of money, what would I do? I think I'd buy my own theatre. Yeah. I'd buy my own theatre and I'd put on a wonderful show with all my old rivals. Yeah. You know, all my old... All the people that I used to go up against at castings when I was younger, you know, all the ones... A lot of them are now in TV and film, and some yeah. of them have done very well, you know, and Helen Mirren I'd, I'd have as the lead, you know, and yeah. I'd get them in the theatre and for this big opening night, and then I would demolish it with all those fuckers inside. Wow. 
<sighs> and then maybe I get some bloody work, That's you know? Nice dream. I'm joking, of course, I wouldn't do that. No, what I'd do, I think, if I had loads and loads of money, I think I'd just line up. I think I'd just get rid of everything I've got. Yeah. And and start again. I'd like to start again. Do you ever want to start again? All the time. Oh, it's tough, isn't it? I mean, you're, you're a lot younger than me. Yes. When you get to my age, but you can't start again. I mean, I've tried. Every now and again, I try and relaunch my career, you know. Maybe this time I'll know how to do it well. I do know how to do it well. Don't say that, Anna. That's putting yourself down. Maybe this time they'll get that I am doing it well. They'll they'll understand what you're doing. Yes, they'll understand why. But no, no regrets. No regrets. I've lived a life. And if I could start again, what would I do? Where would I live? On a boat? I'd like to live on a boat. I'd like to live in a helicopter. I think you can live in a helicopter. Mm, shame. I'd like to live in a caravan, like a gypsy. Couldn't we say that? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. All right. I'd like to live in a caravan, like a gypsy. And I'd travel around Britain yeah. and the rest of the world, and I'd tell people's fortunes, and I'd marry a gypsy man mm. called Blackheart. Okay. He'd be a, a rogue, you know. Is it possible to start again? As a gypsy? Hmm. I think so. You can just become one? I know, I think so. I mean, they've got history with it, haven't they? Would they think I was being vulgar turning up and saying, mind if I pitch in? I think they might. They you might. Could be transitory. You know, what does you, that mean? You could just sort of live on the street. I Here suppose. today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. But be homeless. Live in your car? Live in my car. I don't have a car. I've got a bike. Live near your bike? I could live near my bike. I could go around the world, I could put my bike there, and then I could just live near it. Oh, that would be wonderful. What a Rom- wonderful life. Romantic. But I'd, what would I miss? I'd miss central heating. Yeah. I'd miss cakes. Yeah. Although I could probably steal some. It'd be difficult. As I do anyway. Difficult when it rained. It would be difficult, but then it's always difficult when it rains, mm-hmm. isn't it? You know? And I sort of learnt a long time ago to dance between the raindrops. That's nice. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, no. It's just a little thing I... You know, when it rains, dance between the raindrops. I think that was a song. I mean... It's really hard. Have you ever tried it? No. I mean, the gaps are minuscule, Mm. especially when it's really chucking it down. Mm. And you look like you've completely lost it. People thought I was having a breakdown. I was trying to get between raindrops. So many of them. When it first starts raining, it's easier. Yeah. Because it might rain here and there, and you're like, oh, you're just dancing then. Yeah. But then once it sort of comes down, it's a terrible saying. So I guess I get, I steal an umbrella, and I'd sit by my bike, and I read Hemingway. Okay. Is that any good? I think so. I imagine yeah. it's good. Spanish Civil War and Ooh. bullfighting. Ooh. Yeah. Well, of course, I'm against the slaughter of any animals. No. Yeah. He liked that, though, Hemingway. He liked slaughtering animals? He loved it, yeah. Oh, fuck, I bet he did. Yeah. But he was... masculine. Ooh. Was there a lot of him? I think so, yeah. Big man, big beard. Ah, big man or big beard. Shot himself. Gammy leg. What? Why did he do that? Um, it's all sort of, uh, you know, masculine, you know. It's doesn't a... want to live anymore. Oh, God. Sort of, uh... Oh, God, why? I, I don't some go... men do that. Do they? Well, it's sort of like you're sort of going... 
what's the toughest thing I could do now? Yeah, I could I blow my own head blow off. Blow your own head off, yeah. Eat a catfish. Oh, I've done that. Blowing your own head off. Wow. Ooh. So, so the question is, where have I been this time? Well, I've actually been to Australia. Yes, I did the advert mm. in Australia. Oh. And it was really good fun. And while I was there, I was at the bar. Someone bought me a drink. Mm. I said, oh, who's bought me this drink? And the barman said, oh, chap over there. And I thought, oh, how lovely. Well, I've still got it, you know. I am not completely withered and prunish. You know, I've still, still got my looks to a degree. I don't know. I mean, people say I have. I turn around and there was this chap waving at me, a young chap, you know, very blonde, very handsome. Not that you have to be blonde to be handsome. I've got in trouble for that before. And he came over and he said, how's your drink? I said, well, it's, it's lovely. Thank you. It's exactly what I, what I normally drink, you know, it's a pint of Guinness. And he said, you don't remember me, do you? And I said, oh, my goodness. And I went back through all the cheese and sex parties I'd been at, you know, desperately trying to remember who it could have been. It's me, Mum, he said. <gasps> what? Tony? I said, no, no, Mum, not Tony. Tony was your dog. And I go, oh, yes, of course. Oh! Oh, my goodness, it's... And he says, yes, it's Mark. And I said, oh, oh, I was going to say something else. Mark! The Maharaja! That's what I called him, the Maharaja. And he hated the name. Hated the name. That's why he was called Mark. This is what he told me. Oh, gosh, oh, Maharaja. I haven't seen you for so long. Well, I mean, I love the name Maharaja. You know, it doesn't make any sense calling him that, but it was so much fun. I said, well, where have you been? What, 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 what? And he said, well, you remember I left with Dad for Australia. And I said, I know, and I would have come, and I should have come, and I'm sorry, and I love it. And I just wept, you know, tears of... I felt so awful, you know, that I'd, I'd just forgotten I'd had him. Mm. It was a long time ago. No, I'd, I'd, I mean, oh, I felt so bad because I was so busy. Yeah. And that's the thing when you're an actress or an actor, you know, you're just so busy and it's... Oh! I said, Maharaja... And he said, please call me Mark. And I said, Mark, do you hate me? Do you hate me? And he said, for a long time, I was very angry. That's what, what Mark, Maharaja, Mark Haraja, let's call him a compromise. I was very angry for a long time. And I said, I appreciate that and I understand. And he said, but then I came to understand. And I said, what was it? What, what did you see? that made you understand was it you know was it there's a dinosaur in my pocket mm. was it Rogue Baker all about a baker goes rogue you know was it um, all the way up the apple tree but all the apples are gone which is a very harrowing story about a, a mother-daughter thing with, on this with these apple trees and you know the apple trees represent their life and all the apples are gone you know and then she dies at the end and she becomes a sort of transient like you know uh, and I played a maid, I was in it for a second. Okay. So I haven't watched it. I'd watched that bit, but, you know. But I said, which, which was it? What was it that made you realise, actually, mum couldn't be there because she had to do that, yeah. you know, because she had to, well, I mean, shape our culture, yeah. I guess is a non-hyperbolic way to say it, you know, I don't. 
you know, because I don't want to be OTT with this. But yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to suggest that I'm some sort of, you know, that I've changed the world or whatever. But obviously, I've played a very large part in making, in in all culture since, yeah. the, you know, across the world as yeah. well. Internationally, I'm known. What? Which of those was it that made you realise? And he said, no, it wasn't those, it wasn't those. And I said, well, was it my theatre work then? Did you, were you there? Were you that chap at the back of the play? You know, when we were doing the, the you know, Theatre of the Dicks? Oh, were you the one person yeah. who was there watching? No, 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 no. Well, what was it? Was it my animation, Toby Jugs? You know, I did an 80s show called Toby Jugs. It was sort of like, it was going to be a whole toy thing, you know, these Toby Jugs, and then they turn into... Well, they're just Toby Jugs, you know, yeah. but they're, 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 they had an animated series. Toby Jugs, they come out at night. Toby Jugs, they look like men from the 18th century. Toby Jugs, terrible, really bad, didn't work. Was it that? You know, was it my line of perfume? Um, uh, um, a smell like a butt, which was a sort of joke. Mm. And by butt, I'm, I meant be- boot. Oh, you, right, right. Which also isn't great, but still, it, it, either way, it bombed. What was it? What was it that made you realise my mum had to abandon me and let me go off with my dad, whatever his name was, and live this life of passion and, you know, ecstasy, which was a, a blessing and a curse in equal measure? I mean, it's wonderful to be able to get out and perform but it's also like being stabbed by 40 knives that's how much we give of ourselves when we act you know i've always said actors are the bravest people i've ever met you know and that includes firefighters that includes soldiers you know to go out there and deliver a speech to a crowd who might look ever so slightly disappointed is i mean can you do anything braver than that yeah. So which was it that made you realise it was worth me doing that? Worth me... Sue's back. We'll carry on. Worth me abandoning you? And he said, no, it wasn't any of those things. I listened to a podcast. And I thought... That's a really sad, tragic... I think he used the word pathetic... Mm. Person yeah. who needs help yeah. and possibly isn't well. Mm. And I need to let go of my pain, my anger, my fury. And I need to, I need to see her and have this conversation and buy her a drink and say, Mum, I forgive you. So he engineered it. He created an advert. He created an extermination company first. And it was a very long-winded way, especially when you've got things like Facebook. Right. But he created this whole thing for me so that he could see me, get me to Australia, buy me a drink, and we could somehow rekindle our love. He created this fake advert for me. And I stood up and I said, how dare you? This is the first time I've worked in four years and you are pulling the wool over my feet from under my eyes. You, I, I have no son. 
and then I left. Do you think that was the right thing to do? Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. They say no man is an island. I say man, with two N's, the woman, is an island. Yeah. And it's a bloody great one. And you know what? I don't need anyone. That's nice. That's, that's nice. <laughs> Let's leave it there. So if you're someone who needs anyone or someone or a thing, maybe get in touch with us and let us know what your thing or your one or your some your thing is. Mm. And maybe we could talk about it next time. It's lovely to be back. Um, I've just been rambling on, you know, as I do. Next time we'll put a little bit of work into it. <laughs> Arguably. <laughs> But it's been really great to be back here with Phil. And I hope you do subscribe. I hope you do give us a, a glowing review, because apparently that helps. And I hope you tell all your friends about it. Goodbye, my darlings. I've been Anna Man. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.